Welcome to the Principal Podcast Party. This is episode 22, Deeper Learning, a discussion with Rob Smith. Hi, school leaders, and welcome to the Principal Podcast Party, hosted by your very own P3 team. We believe that every school deserves a dynamic principal who fights mediocrity and empowers those around them every single day. I'm Keith Greiser. And I'm Allison Gregory, and it's time to get this party started. Hey, school leaders, this is Keith. Allison and I are excited today to have Rob Smith, the statewide director of Deeper Learning, on the podcast. And I just wanted to give you a little bit of his background. He was a math teacher in Kenton County and then went to Oldham County, where he taught math for a little while and then moved into administration. He was the principal at North Oldham Middle School and then went to Bullitt County as the director of secondary education before becoming the superintendent at Bellevue Schools. He also serves as an adjunct professor at NKU, where he works in their principal preparation program. And most recently, Rob was appointed the statewide director of deeper learning. He works at the Kentucky Association of Educational Cooperatives, where he oversees all of the leads of deeper learning at the various cooperatives throughout the state. Exciting conversation, great information. Hope you enjoy our conversation with Rob Smith. Welcome to the Principal Podcast Party. We are super excited today to have Rob Smith with us, who is the statewide director of Deeper Learning through the Kentucky Association of Educational Cooperatives. And Rob, thank you for being here with Allison and I today. Thank you, Keith. It's a, it's a pleasure to be with, with uh, you and Allison. Thank you. Allison, how are you doing? So good. So good, Keith. And super excited about this conversation as well. Um, because I know how important the principal's role is going to be um, in this moving forward. So I'm excited to learn from you, Rob. Yeah, Rob. So let's just jump right into it. Um, I gave them your, your biography before we started this podcast. So let's just jump right in and talk about deeper learning overall with the United We Learn movement. This has definitely been a push. There are deeper learning consultants at every cooperative throughout the state. And you are kind of charged with manning the whole ship to make sure that there is a cohesive unit and that all the co-ops have um, a similar vision. Talk about how that came together and uh, your excitement for this role. Absolutely. Uh, thank you for the question. So a year ago, our cooperative executive directors, and there are eight of them in our state, um, had the had the idea, the vision to uh, apply for some grant funds and and really wanted to focus on deeper learning. Um, they knew that this was a, a goal and a vision of, of our commissioner and our state board and uh, really had the had the foresight, had the had the uh, the vision to to apply for these grant funds and created this position. Um, and I was fortunate enough to be selected to 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 man this ship and uh, you know, and, and there's a little there, there's a little element of of building the plane as we fly it, but that is exciting work, and this is uh, and this is an exciting time. 
you know, we've, we, I think, I think uh, to, to keep using cliches, I think we've weathered the storm a little bit and I think we're, we're really pushing forward and I'm, and I'm proud to be a part of the United We Learn movement. I'm proud that our commissioner and our board are, are taking us in a direction that, that, you know, we veterans, it sounds like an old guy here, but we veteran educators have always dreamed of, you know, this is about, about changing the, the narrative around public ed. It's about creating systems and, and processes that really benefit kids in the end. So excited to, excited to be a part of the KAEC and, and, and their vision for deeper learning. Awesome. And I know that one of the first things that you all did as a group was to come up with a collective definition of deeper learning. I know that a lot of people that maybe haven't followed so closely may not know that definition. Um, and often people think of deeper learning as project-based learning only. And I know that you're thinking much wider than that, much broader than that, as we uh, look at this, uh, you know, the whole thing of United We Learn, where we're going to change the student experience. And uh, that, that's, a, that's a role. And so talk about how you came together on that definition uh, and what you're putting out to folks as this is what deeper learning means. Sure. We uh, gathered, you know, once, once I was official and the group was official, we gathered in July and we, we sat around the table and we, we brought in uh, Dr. Young and in, in, in University of Kentucky. And we, we really worked on, on, on a definition that that made sense that that was uh, that was agreed upon across the board that was uh, you know universal in thought that was that was uh, that really got to the heart of what we wanted for our kids this this kind of this backward design model and uh, and I you know I I don't know that I could recite it you know word for word but I know that that the the big word in that in that definition is transfer. That taking taking knowledge and skills and in our, in our you know in our personal dispositions and and transferring that to to new situations is really what we want for our kids. So uh, that's 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 kind of how it evolved, and uh, it's it's gained a lot of traction. And I think uh, I've I've if we can look you know in retrospect from July until now, I think mm -hmm. there's been such such big movement in in the deeper learning world in, in our state. Rob, can you talk about the rollout of that um, as far as from July until now, what the co-ops are doing with that? I know I'm hearing some things down here in Western Kentucky, but what does that rollout look like? Sure. So the initial initial task of, of directors was to, to appoint or hire their deeper learning lead. And, you know, again, there are eight cooperatives and I have a lead or two at at every cooperative, so that group ended up being uh, eleven strong. So, so that was my that was my 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 core inner circle, and then from there, uh, the leads and and executive directors uh, hired consultants and coaches, and that that gave us another. You know, I think it's we're up to maybe sixteen or seventeen uh, consultants. So now my team is is. 28 or so. And then when you add in directors, it's, it's 35, 36. So, so that was, that's, that was the structure of the team. And mm -hmm. then from there, it was rolled out to, to the districts um, through their, through their director, through their leads. Um, and this is the, this is the real exciting part Allison. And we, we, when I, when I took the position, uh, directors told me, 
we, we, our goal is around a hundred districts. You know, we want, mm -hmm. we want uh, about a hundred, maybe if we could get a few more, that would be great of our 171. Um, that's our goal. And then we can scale the next year if we have to, once we show them all the great work. Well, I, I think when you, when you look at the credibility of the leads and the consultants and, and the opportunity for districts to sign on, it wasn't a hundred. It ended up being 166. Wow. And I think that's even, that's even bumped up again now, because I think one said, you know what, we probably should have jumped onto this. And sure. I'm hopeful that, and I'm hopeful that the, that the other three or four will as well. But so we didn't anticipate that, that reaction, but that's the reaction we got. And uh, we couldn't be prouder of, of, of how it was rolled out there. And so is it up to each co-op with like what they develop as far as a professional learning around deeper learning for their districts? Like, um, well, I, I think it's too that question because sure. as, as a state, we know that we're digging into it with United We Learn. And, and I think that is so key to get all of the co cooperatives involved. But what does that roll out? Does it differ from co-op to co-op? Um, you know, the way it may look it could be different, but but really it's the same structure and it's 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 kind of two pronged. And there's the there's the the PD side, the professional learning side that we know and love about our cooperatives. Um, and you're starting to see those 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 opportunities or, or those sessions tagged with deeper learning concepts. Uh, so that's one side of it is is building capacity. The other side is is our leads and consultants helping districts create their own plans. Okay. Uh, so each district is responsible for developing um, a deeper learning plan that would begin next semester. So maybe maybe your entry point, I think, as Keith said earlier, maybe maybe your entry point is project-based learning, but that's just one 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 piece. That's just one tangent to all this. It could be a number of, of different uh, different things. It could be profile of graduate. Um, it, it could be project-based learning. It could be, um, gosh, inquiry or, or, or thinking strategies. It could be uh, performance events. It could be micro-credentialing. Um, it, it could be personalized learning. It could be a number of tangents that, uh, that a district uh, could, could undertake. So differentiated based on what that district wants to dig into, which I think is phenomenal. Absolutely. At the end of at the end of year one, before we dig any deeper, just thinking broadly, at the end of year one, where are you wanting the state to be? These districts that have decided to jump on board, what's our goal for end of year one, like from January to May, since the districts will start to put it in place then? Sure. January to May, uh, which was which um will be a real critical time is, is making sure those plans are viable um, and the, the start the, the underpinnings or foundations for, for full implementation. So districts are now in the process of exploring potential partners. Maybe we want to partner with Marzano. Maybe we want to, to partner with, of course, PBL Works is, 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 you know, is a state partner. Maybe we want to, to go that route. Um, we have, if you look on the on our KAEC8.org website, you'll see a, a page of, of partners or vendors. So do you have to use those vendors? No, you don't have to, but but you have that opportunity. So January to May, to answer your question, will be making sure they have the right partners if they want them, 
making sure that their plans are developed appropriately and, um, and starting to begin the implementation. Uh, there's a big piece of, of the leads and coaches in that though. We have, uh, we have been adamant, the coaches and leads have been adamant about not being, you know, not, not coming at this with a red pen and saying, oh, your plan's not good enough. We, we really want to take a yes and approach. We really want to help coach our districts to, to, to uh, meet them where they are and coach them to, to higher levels. So um, it's, that's, the, that's a real exciting part of this, this whole initiative. Yeah. I mean, I think it's doing for districts, what we want teachers to do for students, what we want principals to do for teachers, which is differentiate their, their learning and making sure that we are meeting their needs for sure. Now, typically are you seeing like, how many are on these district teams? Who makes up the district team? What are you seeing there? Well, it all depends on the size of the district. Um, you know, I, I, let me give you, you know, for an example, um, I would say that that a that a three thousand student district, um, your your chances are you're going to see a team of of probably seven, eight, six, seven, eight, right around in there. Uh, one one. You know, the ratio is probably one one coach or one lead for every five six hundred students ish, uh, maybe maybe four hundred. So it's depending on the size of the district um, is is how many how many how many points of of contact you'll see. Okay, but it's teachers, it's principals, it's central Correct. office. Correct. It could be anybody uh, in in that school district. Awesome, Rob. Thanks for sharing that. And I love the big the big view that we've started in on. As we come a, a little bit more in focus, our audience is principals and school leadership. And so let's take a little um, a more detailed view for how you have seen principals take on this work and implement it within their schools. Um, I know that we have the L3s throughout the state, the learning labs that may be a, um, a good place for people to, for other principals to see how it might be at work and in action. Um, but to support these principals uh, who have decided to make the student experience different uh, in this deeper learning phase, uh, talk to us a little bit about that, just the principal specific things that we are, uh, we're supporting principals in this way. Well, let me let me let me preface this by saying that, that my my respect and, and admiration for principals is, is unmatched. I think it's the hardest job in education, bar none. Um, so to to ask them um, to transform or, or transition in thinking, um, given all the other pressures, uh, we understand is uh, is a big is a big ask. Um, it's it's easy for us to sit sit behind a computer screen and, and pontificate about you know well this what's and, and ask questions like what's really important and what's what's uh, what what matters well that's easy to say and that's easy to ask but the reality is as a as a building leader you're faced with a lot of pressures and and coming at you from different angles so so part of my excitement around this is the fact that our commissioner and our board state board are, are behind. And they're using and they're using terms like vibrant learning experience, because I think that's where that's where deeper learning goes. And um, the the you know the elephant that's always in the room is the accountability system. Mm -hmm. And and you know that this you know they can look at us and say you know Rob you know Keith you know Allison those things sound great, but but I but I have I have uh, 
uh, state test scores coming coming at me uh, every October. Mm -hmm. Okay, so so we're going to depend on our 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 leaders and our legislators a little bit there, but I think but I think these aren't mutually exclusive. I think I think they can work hand in hand, and I think that's to the heart of your question about supporting supporting principles. Uh, what I have seen thus far is is full immersion and full inclusion with our with our building leaders. Uh, I was fortunate enough to attend the 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 Grec launch um, a couple of weeks ago in Bowling Green and I saw a room full of of mixed teams. And when I say mixed teams, I mean uh, teachers, coaches, uh, principals, you know, it was across the board. And that to me that's really exciting because we're not we're not throwing out an initiative and ignoring our our, our school and district leaders. Um, a little bit of a tangent to this, a little bit off topic, but but still pertinent none, nonetheless is the, I am working closely with uh, Dr. Flynn at, at CAS, and we are, are thinking about, um, you know, there's always the December superintendent summit coming up here in a couple of weeks, but we're looking at a January date or dates for, uh, building capacity of, of superintendents around deeper learning and, and really doing some support work there. So I think you're going to see the same thing for principals. Um, and that will definitely come through our, our cooperatives. Yeah, that's great to hear. I think that, you know, UK Next Gen that you and I both were part of always targeted a district. They wanted a district team because they knew how hard it would be to do it in a school singularly by yourself. And so I love that the, the cooperatives and the, and the commissioner are taking this approach. Uh, and I love that Jim Flynn's on board. Uh, so if you got the superintendent support, it sure does make it a lot easier to, to uh, put these initiatives in place in all of the schools. Um, at, the, at the superintendent meeting in December, that first weekend of December, four, five, six, uh, my deeper learning leads will be presenting to superintendents. And that's going to, I hope, uh, build a lot of capacity um, and build a lot of trust. And I think, you know, I, I, can't, I can't say that 166 jumped on because of me, but I can also say that 166 were a little more comfortable because of me, because I had been in the seat and, 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 and we had worked together as colleagues. So, I'm, so I'm, I'm thankful that I've been able to play that role a little bit. And then we're going to continue to... to it's not a sales job. It's it's just built. It's I think to me it's building uh, comfortability or, or some trust that that this isn't another fly by night. This is uh, and I hate using that term because I think everything has good intentions, but but I really really believe in where we're going and 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 as you said, we need the superintendents on board. All right, Rob. So those principals who are listening to our podcast right now and and heard the rollout and heard the big picture and where we're going to be in a year. Like, what do you see as a former principal? What do you see as their next step potentially? Um, besides asking, is our district, if they're not on the team, is our district going through with this? But what would be your advice as next steps? If, if I were still a principal, I would take a, a, a strong look, take inventory of, of who we are. Uh, whatever whatever process you use, um, whatever you know, if you want to use an, an outside evaluator, I would really take a strong look at 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 our strengths, at our at our areas of growth, and then decide what is a good point of entry for us. 
And and maybe maybe it's as simple as 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 standards based grading, but mm. that will that will transform them. Maybe maybe it's about student exhibitions of learning. Maybe it's maybe it's um, uh, some sort of personalized learning. Whatever it is, pick it and and be good at it and start there. If you look at if you if you just look at a term like deeper learning. And, um, and and try to to bite off that whole that whole animal. Uh, that was terrible right there. Bite off a whole animal, but it, it came to my head. I don't know what it is. I don't know what that means, but but it, but you understand it. Um, if you try to t- to take on that that whole thing, I I don't know that you'll be good at anything. So I I think it's finding a a real a real true entry point that makes sense for your school. And, and your students and your teachers and your community. And your and, like mm-hmm. true natural next step in this progression. I mean, Correct. things have to connect. And that's what I always try to tell people when I'm training them. Like you're going to start small to be big. You're going to go slow to go fast. Correct. And I do think you're right, Rob. I mean, I think sometimes we dive into things head first, all in, but we really don't know what all in is. And then we get burnout or people say this doesn't work. So I love your mentality across the state with let's just take baby steps. And what is, what makes sense for your next step when looking at deeper learning? I love that. And our, and our coaches, leads and coaches are, are, are acutely aware of that, that dynamic. Um, and I'm proud of that. Uh, they, they have really taken a stance of, again, of yes and meeting them where they are and then building on their, on their thoughts. Um, and that's, that's a, that's coaching. And that's uh, so I've been impressed with what we've seen so far across the state. So Robert, the, are the leads at the co-ops who a principal could contact if they're thinking about, Hey, this might be my point of entry, but I need a talking partner to, uh, to hash this through with that's not in my district. Is yeah, absolutely. That something that they can contact those folks and have a conversation about? Without question. I think if you if you get on our website at kaec8.org, click on the menu on the top right and go to staff. Uh, there's even a pull down where you can say, click click whatever cooperative you're a part of, and it will give you the three or four people that that you can reach out and uh, talk about deeper learning. So, so it is right there at the fingertips. I would highly, highly, highly recommend reaching out or or reach out to me, and I can I can put point them in the right direction as well. Great, and I'll have all that information uh, in our podcast notes and our takeaways. Uh, so, if you're listening now and you click on the podcast notes, uh, the link to the uh, website will be there and, and uh, you can you can explore that from that point. So it'll be great information to have. Well, is there a way, Rob, that districts who are involved in this um, see what the point of entry is for other districts? So like, let's say, for instance, I know a district that's focusing on profile of a graduate. Is there a way for those to see other districts or schools around the state that are also, that's gonna be their entry point, kind of create a network? Uh, the co-ops will have that, but you, you're, 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 you're speaking my language there, Allison. We actually sent out a deeper learning elements survey uh, a month or so ago. And from that, I am in the process, I, along with my other hats, I'm also a webmaster. So I am in the process of, creating, you know, for lack of a better term, heat maps 
on yeah. on certain initiatives. So there will be a a link on our website to all the schools that have uh, developed profiles of graduates. To answer your question, yes. Now, That's will awesome. that go all the way down to to uh, student presentations? I don't know. Uh, it'll probably be the bigger rocks, but. But yes, there will be uh, items like that to to see to see exemplars or or to visit others in your in your region. That will be so beneficial to principals um, across the state to be able to talk through, even if they're not in the same co-op or or nowhere sure. close. But just to have that, that's that's super cool. And I you know I want to publicly thank uh, David Cook and his office because they they collect information, I collect information, and we kind of cross reference and and see what see what we can find out but uh they've been they've been great partners for me um in this initiative as well so thank you to to david and department of innovation anything you think we need to touch on still rob before we go um i would just uh i would encourage people to 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 explore their either our website or the individual cooperative websites uh we have a master calendar now that's on there that connects the entire state. So let's say I'm a teacher in in Knott County, but I see that that WKEC has a has a deeper learning offering online some afternoon. There's a registration link they can join in. So so another piece that I'm really proud of is connecting the, the corners of our state with uh, with professional learning opportunities uh, through this grant. So I would encourage them to do that, and I would also encourage them to to be on the lookout for a for a summer institute, we we are in the planning stages for a July summer summer deeper learning institute, and it's going to be a a big time. So we're we're excited about it. That sounds awesome. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see that. Great. Well, I also want to mention one thing we have coming up, which is Ed Camp. Ed Camp is on January the eighteenth, which is Wednesday, and we will have one entire strand that is totally dedicated to deeper learning. And so we've already got some great. Uh, breakout sessions that are in that realm that uh, Laura Raganas and Amanda Burroughs and Holly Lawrence from CKEC are presenting mm -hmm. a dive into deeper learning with Shannon Solomon and Abby Griffey from WKEC. Uh, so lots of folks and, and OVEC has got one that's going and I, I can't wait to see all of these different uh, breakout room sessions that we have on deeper learning and I appreciate the co-ops jumping in there to help us with ed camp and so um i hope folks will join us for that as well, well that's all the time we have for today principal podcast party and uh thank you rob we really appreciate your time and your wisdom and sharing this initiative and how principals can really be involved uh very informative information and uh, i love your passion for the work thank you for having me it's been a pleasure all right allison any parting words? Par I just say party on principles. <laughs> party on. Have a great day. The P3 Podcast is a podcast for principals by principals. Our team hopes that you are inspired as you learn from school leaders in Kentucky and beyond. Please take a moment to like and subscribe to the P3 Podcast. And it would be awesome if you would share this episode with other school leaders in your PLN. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a lead learner with a growth mindset. And most of all, thank you for being a champion for kids.